Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's a Saturday night in New York City on the fan. My name's Connell McShane with you until the clock strikes midnight. One of the all-time greats, Connor Green, behind the glass, helping me out throughout the the evening. And, you know, we're in a good mood. We, we had a good weather day in New York so far today. Beautiful beach day earlier in the day. And it has been, I think, a happy day so far, at least in the New York baseball world. We haven't had a ton of those lately, so we will take that, right? The Yankees won today 5-2 at the stadium over the Royals. It was the Royals, but there were some good signs in that game. If you're a Yankee fan, we could talk about that throughout the uh, the evening. And the Mets already have one victory today, 5-4 over the Red Sox in that suspended game from yesterday. And the Mets are trying to make it two wins in one day, which might be a little bit too much to ask from uh, these 2023 New York Mets. And Max Scherzer has... Um, or maybe thinking along the same lines, he's given up two home runs in the game's first two innings as they play in the fourth. They're trailing Boston in the, I guess, the nightcap of a sort of doubleheader, uh, two to nothing. So we'll talk a lot, uh, I'm sure, about baseball, get into the Mets but more so when that game wraps and keep an eye on it while, while it's underway. And, you know, it's this time of year. We'll play a little buy, sell, or hold with both teams as people like to do ahead of the trade deadline. And, 877-337-6666. The phone number, of course, you can get on the line now. We're going to take a lot of calls, go back and forth on all the comings and goings in the um, the world of of New York sports. I did think it would be worthwhile to spend at least, you know, a minute or two kind of doing a self-introduction before we get into um, the calls um, here on The Fan. And the reason for that is, you know, this radio station is among the more maybe the most iconic uh, brands in all of radio, going back to when All Sports Radio came in in 1987. So it's it's an honor to be on this radio station tonight and spend four hours with you talking about sports. But, you know, the listeners of this station, I have a little story I'm going to tell you in a second, which will tell you how I, I know this. The listeners of this station are among the most loyal and tuned-in listeners in all of radio, Right. And so you, you might be tuning in on a Saturday night. You're driving around. So who the heck is this guy that I've never heard of on my radio station? And why do I have to listen to him tonight? So I said, first of all, my name's Connell, right? And if you know me, 
the dozen or so that maybe know who I am. I'm thinking in New York radio, it's probably, you're saying, I know that voice from somewhere. It's probably from my days with Imus years ago in the Imus in the Morning radio program when I was doing the news and, you know, interacting with the Iman and the whole crew on that show. Maybe a few of you have, you know, seen me doing uh, the news on TV over the years, but I started in sports and sports has always been a passion of mine. I've gone back and forth over the years doing some play-by-play. I've called some college basketball games for Fox Sports and other places over the past few years. And, and you know, that's basically, you know, who I am, right? You can follow me on the uh, on the socials, at Connell McShane on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, even threads, which I kind of like. But, you know, I'll be here for the next few hours talking sports. And I said I had a story as to why this was <laughs> important. You know, the fan has always been the place to be when you want to talk sports and in New York especially, right? And you might think, oh, it's the year 2023 and you know, regular radio isn't what it used to be and maybe things have changed with the streaming and the podcasts and all the rest of it. But I had a reminder earlier this week, Monday of this week, I got a text from my, my cousin who lives in New Jersey, my cousin Lauren. And I guess for the, the purposes of this um, conversation, we can call her Lauren in New Jersey, right? Like a caller on the program. She texts me on Monday and her name pops up on my phone. I said, well, that's weird. I haven't talked to my cousin in a while. I wonder what she's saying. You know, so I, I read the text right away and I'm going to read you just an excerpt of that text because this, this made me very nervous actually about hosting this show. Before that, I was just, oh, this will be fun. We'll talk sports. I love sports. She says, I listen to WFAN every day. And she capitalizes the word every. So it's every day as to drive home the point. All right, you're listening every day. Then in parentheses, she writes, I have a Jerry Recco Al Dukes podcast mug. As if to say, all right, I listen every day, but you may not know that that doesn't make me the biggest listener of this station. I have a Jerry Recco Al Dukes podcast mug. And again, this is not the part that scared me. I said, all right, that's good. It's a big fan of the station. She likes to listen. She's a big fan of um, the personalities on the station. But this is next part of the text where I started to get a little worried. And you guys can tell me when you call in, maybe this is normal. Maybe this is the way you feel about it as well. She says, I, I typically check the WFAN host schedule for the weekends. And I see who's on because there are certain people I really enjoy. JR Sport Brief is one of them. JR was on right before me, and I can see he's a very enjoyable listen, smart guys, great with the callers. So she loves JR. All right. And there's other people, she says, I just can't stand. Period, by the way. And doesn't name any names, which is a classy move, I thought. So imagine my absolute surprise last night. So that's last Sunday night. Last night, when I saw the schedule for Saturday, I saw your name. And she goes on to give me some advice to be kind to my Giants and Knicks, but you can torpedo my Yanks, big Yankee fan. And, you know, this is a week ago, so maybe things are turning around after they won the last couple of games against the the Royals. But I I started to think about it, and I I was going to reply right away. And I said, oh, that's nice. And, and, And I just paused for a second. I said, is this weird? This is a grown woman in New Jersey, Lauren in New Jersey, Checking the weekend radio station schedule for a local radio station that she listens to on a Sunday night for the next weekend, like before she gets ready for her week, Sunday night, she's checking for six days ahead to see on Saturday and Sunday who's going to be on the radio station. I thought that was like next level scary. I started to worry, said maybe we should call some people we know in the family and get Lauren checked out and 
maybe there's some professional help or something like that that she needs, but she she checks the schedule. So then after thinking and, and being a little worried about her, I started worrying about myself and said, what the heck did I get myself into? Because these people are serious about uh, about their sports on the fan, right? So um, if you're like Lauren or you're, or you're just a little bit more relaxed on a Saturday driving around and want to talk about the Mets or the Yankees or Saquon or whatever it is, let's do that now and throughout the night. 877-337-6666. So, you know, I, I feel like there's a lot of topics we can get into. And, you know, I mentioned the the Giants and the whole Saquon thing. There's a, there's still so much interest in that. And, you know, from my background in covering financial news as opposed to sports and, and kind of working the two together, I have an interest in it as well, the way the market works and how running backs are being valued in the market. In fact, it's the subject of the poll question that we're going to throw your way uh, tonight. I put it up on Twitter at Connell McShane. It's a hypothetical question, and it was sparked by the Saquon Barkley story uh, in terms of how much running backs in the NFL are getting paid versus other positions and what have you. The hypothetical is... And, um, Connor, you can answer this if you'd like. You're a child, right? And you have the natural ability. You're, you're a young child with the natural ability to become any of the following. Which one would you choose? And there are four choices. The first is NFL running back. The second is Premier League striker. Third is Major League Baseball center fielder. And the fourth is NBA point guard. So, again, you're a child with the natural ability to become any of the following and you're growing up here in the year 2023, looking at how everything is, how much people get paid, and the stardom along, and the side of it, the injuries, all of it. Can you? Would you become an NFL running back, a striker, a soccer player in the Premier League in England, a center fielder in Major League Baseball, or an NBA point guard? Every single person I've asked that question to, and it's been a handful of people just throughout the day, earlier today, friends and family, had the same answer. It is the ex- It's not the same answer, that is leading by a large margin on Twitter right now. And, you know, Twitter could be a, a complete insane asylum at some time. So I'm not sure how much weight to put on, on Twitter. But think about that, and we'll get to uh, some questions and calls and comments on that as we go um, throughout uh, the day. So um, did you hear that one, by the way, Connor? Did you hear that that question? I'm sorry. I was on the phone there with uh, a caller. I think it was, would you, if you could be... Any of the following... Which would you choose? You're growing up. You have the natural ability. You're, you know, you're Odell Beckham Jr. You're great at everything. And you could be an NFL running back, a striker in the Premier League in England, Major League Baseball center fielder, or an NBA point guard. What what would you choose? I would probably be a Major League Baseball center fielder. Wow. Why? Base, baseball's my, my second favorite sport. I would say an NFL quarterback would be the number one thing. But since it's a running back, you run the risk of injury. You don't get paid as well. The Premier League striker, you have to go live in England for at least a portion of the year, which I wouldn't want to do. And basketball, I would love to do. But I think if I had the choice between baseball and basketball, I'd rather play. I'd rather be center fielder for the Yankees than point guard for the Knicks. Because you're just a big baseball guy. So you're, yes. you, that's why you would go in that direction. See, everybody I've asked in person today said NBA point guard. Because, you know, Steph Curry's making 50 million bucks. And, you know, it, it's it's a pretty good life. The the 10th or 11th person on an NBA team is living a pretty good life. There's people making, you know, a couple hundred million dollars that have had good but not great NBA careers. I thought Premier League striker would be up there pretty high. Right now, uh, NFL running back is running in last place. It should be. And that's what prompted this question after everything that's gone on with Saquon and, and the rest and how running backs are being valued. But your answer is running first. They're still, even today, even with everything that's gone on 
in Major League Baseball and how maybe America's pastime is not what it used to be or whatever you want to say. Major League Baseball center fielder is is the leader, not quite in the clubhouse yet, but the leader maybe on the 16th hole. Golfer, by the way, wasn't one of the choices. Maybe that should have been as well. So we'll, um, you know, we'll get into the... I think we'll get into the Jets a little bit. I was just reading about how Aaron Rodgers apparently had like a Hall of Fame day out at practice today and uh, in New Jersey. So he had a, a great day. He had some terrific throws in, in camp today. You know, we could do Knicks if you want. I mean, off-season Knicks. I don't know. Throw throw around um, a little Joel Embiid to the Knicks speculation. Whatever. Maybe I'll do Women's World Cup tonight if you want to do Women's World Cup. I'm into it. I, I watched the game last night. I'm actually a, a very big women's soccer fan. My uh, my daughter's a college soccer player right now, so maybe that's part of it. But for the last decade or so, I've been bigger into the women's game than the men's game. But I know a lot of people are talking about uh, Messi, uh, Lionel Messi, and the men's soccer scene in the United States after his debut last night in the dramatic scene in Miami as he steps up and hits a, a essentially a game-winning a free kick. You talk about rising to the moment, um, Leo Messi in Miami. But I wonder how many people saw that on um, MLS Season Pass on Apple TV, which is another story. Maybe we'll we'll talk about that later. I know I was talking about my cousin and her text about us. She said I could torpedo her Yanks, but maybe that's a little dated. The Yanks now. I, I feel like there's a little bit of of reason to be optimis- optimistic. I don't know. Maybe it's a a, a bit much. Um, if I'm if I'm the Yankees, um, you know I'm in. Mets, by the way, have taken the lead in Boston for what it's worth. There was a crazy play there. The ball being thrown all around the last uh, few minutes. They're up 3-2 in the fourth. So maybe the Mets can win two games in in one day. Max Scherzer on the mound now with the Mets leading 3-2 in the fourth. But I feel like uh, just right before we go to these calls, uh, Connor, that the if you're the Yankees, especially the LeMahieu, for some reason, the LeMahieu opposite field home run, as hard as it was hit and as far as it was hit, 400 feet plus, Maybe he's getting going. Maybe Rizzo looks a little bit better. And I know Aaron Judge is supposed to face some um, some live pitching tomorrow. Maybe, I don't know if, I know people want to kill the Yankees and people aren't feeling great this week, but I thought today there were some good signs. Yeah, and the reality is they don't have to be what they were at their peak. They just can't be what they are right now, which is absolutely awful. Because they put up a stat the other day, uh, last night, and it's the Yankees are 32-8. and eight. When they score five or more runs. So they don't even need to score ten runs, eight runs, nine runs. If they could just get to five runs, they will win most of their games. And so all these guys have to do is just be somewhat of the player they used to be. Right. And I think they'll be fine. I th- I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think and you never want to get ahead of yourself because the way we are as sports fans is that we watch one thing. And whatever the day's event is, that's how we feel that day. And, you know, everything's great now. And. Everything was a disaster when the Yankees had, which was a disastrous road trip. They were one and five, and it's not like they've been playing the best teams in baseball. But you know, they came and played another a team that's um, not one of the best teams in baseball by any means in the Royals, and they, you know, they 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 took care of business at home. And again, Lemayhu coming alive, Judge uh, maybe on the verge. I mean, this is a literally a different team. You talk about players and what they mean to teams and how. Shohei Otani's the MVP, and he is. But nobody means more to a team, maybe in professional sports, than Aaron Judge means to the Yankees. It's unbelievable. I mean, maybe some of it's timing. Maybe uh, some of it is has been has been luck about when other players have been playing well. It just so happens to be when Aaron Judge is in the lineup. But I don't think so. I think when he's in the lineup, it's it's just 
a, a more difficult lineup to face. And all of a sudden, Anthony Rizzo's getting better pitches and other, and so is DJ LeMahieu. And, and all of a sudden the team as a, as a whole, not just judge starts to relax a little bit and swing the bat better. So judge coming back with the other players that have really been underperforming and struggling, showing some signs I think maybe, just maybe. And again, if you're the Yankees, you're not far out of it. That's the other thing. You're not far out of it. I mean, in the standings. I mean, I know you look at the American League East right now, and it's and it's ridiculous. Yankees at 52 and 47, eight and a half games back. They're a half game ahead of Boston as things stand if the Mets won that game against the Red Sox earlier uh, today. But again, you go in the wild card, and right now, uh, where are the Yankees? So that record puts them... Two games back, two games back of Toronto right now for that final wild card, and that's I mean that's nothing, right? That's nothing. So we'll we'll do it throughout the evening. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Let's start um, with John. John in Queens, you're first up tonight on the fan. What's going on, John? Hey, how you doing, buddy? Listen, Connor, I've been listening to you with uh, I'm a show for years. So I'm sorry to he- I'm are. sorry to hear that, John. I'm, 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 my, my condolences. <laughs> yeah, how's everything? How you doing tonight? All right. I'm okay, but I'm 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 glad that you're on the show. It's a really nice change because I have to tell you, the last several months I've been listening to all of the announcers, and all they talk about is how great Aaron Rodgers is and what it's going to do for the Jets. And how great Aaron Judge is, and when he comes back, the team will take off. But I have to ask you, Aaron Rodgers first, I mean, he had great, great teams in Green Bay, and he only made one Super Bowl, and they lost four division titles, I think, to the 49ers, maybe three or four. So he's had good teams, and he really hasn't performed to what I thought he should be. So I'm not sure why everyone thinks that he'll come here and the Jets will make the Super Bowl. That's just my opinion on him. Right. And on the other, and on the other Aaron, he's been, what, on the team since 2016 or 17? And they've made the playoffs, I think, most of those years except once. But they've never made the World Series. So, I mean, the Yankees supposedly, other than the other teams that have their superstars, try to get all the best players in baseball on the Yankees. So shouldn't all of those best players be able to beat teams like the Rockies and the Angels, even if Aaron Judge isn't in the lineup? So I don't see it. I don't know why you have great players like Ken Griffey Jr., who was fantastic superstar every year he put up his stats, never made the World Series. Sometimes that happens. I mean, I realize Judge is a great, great player. Yes. But I just don't see him coming back that the Yankees are going to all of a sudden catapult to the World Series. That's just my opinion. I'm going to hang up and listen to you, Connell. I'm glad you're back on the radio. I've enjoyed listening to you. Thank you, John. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Uh, You know, it's interesting. (laughs) I hadn't even thought that they're both named Aaron. But uh, that, you know, the thing, I'll say this about the Yankees, and I know people hate to, uh, to hear this. Uh, but to me, the idea is, and I know every Yankee fan looks at it as says, the goal when we come in is a World Series or bust. I understand that. But I just don't think the way the baseball uh, postseason is structured that that's a, a realistic way to analyze it, to look at it. The goal still is to get to the postseason, and weird things happen in baseball postseasons in relatively short series. People can get hot, people can get injured, whatever it may be. And and yes, do you expect more than the uh, the World Series win in 09 from the Yankees speaking in 2023? Of course. But the Yankees have been in a lot of postseasons, and I, I still think that's a sign of a strong 
uh, franchise. Um, now, to the to the first point about should those other players be performing better when Aaron Judge is out? Absolutely. On Aaron Rodgers, we'll talk about this as the night uh, goes on because, as I said, there's a, a big write-up um, in a lot of the, the sites about how well he played in practice uh, today for the Jets. I, the real problem for the Jets is the schedule. And I, I keep going back to this. I know it's been talked about, but those first six games to me, you know, you could have Joe Namath in 69 or or my favorite, Ken O'Brien in the mid-80s <laughs> or whoever you want to be uh, as your Jet quarterback. Those first six games are going to be tough. And if Aaron Rodgers, and this is a good Jet team, don't get me wrong, this is a very good Jet team, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I think they have position players now with a Hall of Fame cal- caliber quarterback that can, can, can be very, very effective. And I've grown up a Jet fan. Nobody's written for the Jets more than I am this year. But you go Bills at Cowboys, Patriots, Chiefs at the Broncos and the Eagles in your first six. Boy, I don't know. What's the? Do you need three and three? Could you survive two and four? Probably not. Probably need at least three and three. Obviously, love four and two uh, to go into your bye. But that's going to be difficult uh, for the Jets, uh, uh, no matter who's playing quarterback. And presumably, it will be Aaron Rodgers, and he'll be quite effective in doing so. Those are those are good teams, and the Jets are going to have a tough time doing any better, in my view, than three and three over that um, over that time frame. So, way on the poll question: If you're a child with the natural ability to do any of the following. Which would you choose? NFL running back, Premier League striker, Major League Baseball center fielder, or NBA point guard? At Connell McShane on Twitter and all the rest of the social media. We'll talk in um, in a moment about that day Aaron Rodgers had out at, at Jets camp and get more into this Giants situation. They have signed another running back as a... Um, you know, insurance policy against Saquon Barkley. But what would you do if you were Saquon Barkley? What would you do in his shoes? Do you sit out the season? Do you just show up and play on the franchise tag for your $10 million? Or maybe you make a point in some way. You show up a a, a day or two before, you know, game one so that they they can't use you in game one, but you, you don't lose any money. Or maybe you sit out a week or two, but then show up for week three. He's losing like 600 grand a week or something if he should, if he sits out. But what do you do if you're Saquon Barkley? We'll get into that as we move along here. It's a, It's going to be fun on a Saturday night on The Fan. I'm happy to be with you, and I've got a long night to talk sports, all kinds of sports, 877-337-6666. I'm Connell McShay on The Fan in New York on a Saturday night. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fees 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.